You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. Hello, thanks for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore. I'm the Deputy Director of Communications at the National Cannabis Industry Association. Today, I've got one of our members on the show today. He's been on the show before, a little over a year ago. John Shearman is Vice President of Marketing and Cannabis Business Lead at Applied DNA Sciences and has over 30 years of deep enterprise and advertising agency experience across all marketing, sales, and IT disciplines. John spearheads Applied DNA Sciences Cannabis Vertical leading the vision, strategy, and product development for this emerging market. John also oversees the marketing for the entire company, driving the marketing strategy for its other core verticals. You're a busy guy. Welcome to the show, John. Thanks, Bethany. It's great to be on the podcast with you. Of course. Well, I know you've been on the show before, but for those who are just tuning in, just getting to to know you here, uh, let's hear more about your background and all the sorts of fun things you did before jumping into the cannabis space. Sure, absolutely. So I've been in the technology space for my entire career. I worked for very large Fortune 500 companies, the startups in sales, marketing, product management roles. Uh, I also had the pleasure to work in the advertising industry for 10 years. Uh, just when that commercial internet was taken off in 94. So a lot of similarities to the cannabis industry back then. Yeah, absolutely. I remember, I remember the 90s. They were great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the internet was rolling out. I was so excited. Exactly. Oh. No, but you can see the parallels, right? And when you look at what was going on, everything was new, clean canvas very similar to what we're going through in cannabis. We know cannabis has been around for a while now, but still the 
the new commercial entities just getting up. People are putting their businesses in place. Regulations are getting in place. Uh, international trade. So a lot of similarities. You can feel the energy. And that's what I like about it. the energy in the industry and in, in this space is is contagious right now. Yeah, you betcha. Since the first couple states legalized for adult use, uh, gosh, seven years ago at this point, a lot has taken place for sure. So which leads me to being in the cannabis industry and movement. You know, you worked in other sectors, advertising, that, that sounds super fun. Uh, what made you decide that the cannabis industry and all its complexities and all its federal illegality uh, was a good thing to, to start working in. Yeah, so there was actually two ways through through applied DNA sciences. We had a company out reach out to us back in 2017 and said, you know, that technology you're using to tag cotton and all these other product lines, do you think you could do that for cannabis? And we said, absolutely. So we, we started testing it, applying it onto flour, oils, isolates, edibles, and you can even put it onto the packaging and labels. So we did that for about a year and tested it out. And that's when, you know, 2018, we went to our first NCIA show and debuted our, our platform at the time. And it was, uh, was well, well received that people thought it was fascinating what we were bringing to the market. So that's what was from a business perspective. And the second one was, unfortunately, my wife was going through, um, some pain management issues because she had some spinal surgery. And uh, I was just, like I said, I've been involved with the cannabis at this point. And she, she just couldn't do the, the pain management shots anymore. So, so I said, let's look into getting you into the New York State Medical Cannabis Program and see if that. So we did. We, got, we enrolled with a doctor and he, he took us all through it. And it was great. So she enrolled and she started using um, Different, different levels of CBD and THC uh, concoctions. And it helped her with and get, got some relief for us. That was great. So I saw her from a business perspective and actually a personal perspective. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's really great to hear that she's finding some relief. And, and I think there's a lot of folks in the cannabis industry who have both that professional, okay, yes, it made business sense to, to move into this space. But I think just about anybody has a personal story, whether it's a loved one or themselves um, that has found uh, the cannabis product to be a wellness product in one way, shape or form for them. So um, yeah, that's it's great when those two things combine as well. And, and um, you know, our, our values are really pushed forward through the industry as well. Yeah, and if you look at the, the uh, New Frontier data, you know, they put out great reports. And the one report that mm -hmm. they put out was looking at why are the reasons people are using cannabis. And everybody said, oh, everybody just wants to go and get stoned. Stone <laughs> getting, getting high was like six or seven on the list. It was anxiety, yeah. depression, pain management. It was all these things. And oh, yeah, by the way, I might have a good time on the weekend. So, you know, it's, <laughs> it's wellness that, you know, is really attracting it. And it's going to, I can't wait to see the next five to 10 years when legalization does eventually happens in the United States and we get the R&D from a medical perspective and see how it could help with treatments. I'm really, I can't wait to see that unfold. You betcha. The science is really starting to catch up with the anecdotes and, and you know, what we just knew inherently as, as people who were pro-cannabis a long time ago. The science just has to catch up to us, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> 
So here we are, it's the year 2021 and you know, the last seven plus years of adult use cannabis plus many more of medical programs in certain states. Gosh, fast forward, we've got dozens of states with some form of legal cannabis, whether it's medical or adult use, 21 and up. Uh, we're, we're making lots of progress. So just thinking in a couple of years, a good handful of states have pushed forward ballot initiatives or moving forward with legislation. So you're, you're still with Applied DNA Sciences uh, this year as well. And I'm sure you're seeing all this expansion. I mean, the Northeast is starting to knock down their little domino states up there as well. What's going on with, with Applied DNA Sciences as we're seeing the expansion across the U.S., state by state, of course, and then even looking to our neighbors to the North and South, Canada and Mexico? Yeah, yeah. So let me just give you a quick update about, the, you know, the company since we last spoke, um, if you recall, the company has three different business segments. You know, we're in vaccines and diagnostics, PCR, produced DNA, and supply chain authentication. And that's the area where cannabis falls in. But if you recall, our base technology is based on this PCR-derived DNA. And, you know, we all know more about DNA right now because last year we shifted, <laughs> shifted the, into helping with COVID testing. Bethany, oh, and wow. we were able to help and bring out different testing protocols to regional schools in New York here, universities, businesses, governments, entities, and medical facilities. So it was really great to see our core technology help out help these companies and people through these very rough times we went through in the last year. Yeah. So, you know, we all knew about PCR, but now everyone knows the acronym what PCR is through COVID, unfortunately. Um, so that kind of leads me into our, you know, our certainty platform. And that's, if you recall, our, this is the platform we use, a, a unique physical molecular identifier based off of this PCR technology to tag all kinds of different cannabis products and then track it as you go through the supply chain. And then that data that you're, you're capturing at each node is then pushed up into a secure portal to authenticate the products at each of the touch points. And that's great. So you can show that to the end customer. So this transparency allows for trust between the business to business companies, national, state, and local governments, and ultimately the customer. So we all need to make sure you know, the consumer are getting high quality, and safe products out in the marketplace. So you were asking, how does this all play into cannabis now? Now you have the New York, you have Jersey, Massachusetts, Connecticut's gonna go. Um, you have all the West Coast and everything in the middle there. So platforms like ours and, and many other ones that are out there will help bridge the ecosystem between these technologies to allow us to make sure that we're bringing products that are high, high quality as are safe to consume and making sure that the new folks getting into the cannabis space, you know, from a consumer's perspective could, you know, can see with true transparency, the products that they're taking, what's in them, um, that is going to be a big deal. And I think this is where all these technology platforms play together. And then once the border comes down or, or between states, then you're going to have interstate commerce. You mm -hmm. need to have compliance in place to do that as well. So I think that's going to be a big deal uh, when the borders come down 
first in the United States and then international, you're going to need to have governance around that to make sure that the, the products that we were just talking about that are high quality and safe stay that way. Wow, I love that phrase. When the borders come down, I'm totally going to uh, give you credit for that. But you know, NCIA's committees are certainly, I, I think, I think our policy council is still working on an interstate commerce related white paper right now. So I'm just waiting for that to come out as well. Uh, yes, when the borders come down. <laughs> you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, right? Yeah, you betcha. Okay, let's take our first commercial break. And we'll be right back to talk more with John Sherman of Applied DNA Sciences. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore with NCIA, chatting with one of our members, John Chairman of Applied DNA Sciences. Uh, so in the cannabis industry, John, we're talking about technology, some real high-tech stuff that we're harnessing to improve how we run our businesses, which are highly regulated and ever-changing. So the systems in place need to actually make life easier for the operators, not more difficult. That's always our goal with technology, right? So yeah, we've got seed to sale compliance, we have inventory management, quality management systems, the laboratory informations. There's so many little areas here in our industry, it goes on and on. So what other kinds of technology systems are we seeing cannabis operators implementing these days? Yeah, so so since the industry, as, as we've been discussing here, is emerging and growing quickly, the technology infrastructure has played a significant role you know, in the, in the hyper growth that we're seeing. Uh, and, and you need to have best in class technology systems to operate a successful cannabis business or any business, but as a matter of fact, uh, they need to integrate with one another and present data being captured so it could be used to make informed business decisions, right? That's the uh, critical aspect of this. So I'd just like to give you an example. We, we, we have a partnership with a company called True Trace. Uh, who has a, a software platform that helps companies with product validation through the supply chain. Um, so it's a perfect complement to our certainty platform, which I just described by adding, you know, our physical unique molecular identifier to the cannabis product. So what we did was we integrated the two systems together. And now we, now we can present that to the industry as a best-in-class authentication solution. And there's many benefits, Bethany, that comes out of that. And, and, from, from everything from product authentication, brand protection, 
anti-counterfeiting and diversion. We know that's going to be a big issue when, 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 especially when the borders come down. Yeah. Uh, proof of point of origin. People are going to, especially when we're talking to international customers, they want to know, hey, if I'm getting something from South America, I want to know it's definitely coming from that country and that region. I need some way to be able to show that. These type of platforms allow that to happen uh, from that point of origin. Um, so that's really important for international commerce and regulatory. Regulatory is going to be big. IP risk mitigation. Right now, the federal laws doesn't cover any of the IP in the cannabis space. So great way to, to be able to use it for that aspect as well. So this is just one kind of example that shows how important just two companies come together with different platforms that have synergy that can put them together. And I'm, I'm the first one to say our platform is not going to be the silver bullet for everything. But we have to team up with other companies and other entities and bring these different platforms together for the B2B aspect of the business, the B2G, and ultimately the B2C at the dispensary level. So all that ecosystem and all the technology and platforms need to sing together, if you will. And by the industry being relatively new now, um, we had a clean canvas, not a lot of legacy systems we had to build around. So there's the best of class software, and you see all the physical machinery to, to do the extractions from, it's phenomenal. And mm -hmm. that's, that's super important, you know, exciting for everyone. But it's the infrastructure, this technology infrastructure that's really gonna, you know, put the whole industry on its shoulders and stand it up and make it uh, the, one of the best industries in the world. Boy, the word infrastructure, sir, it sure is a popular one uh, these days. <laughs> Yeah, but, but I mean, that that leads me to kind of the next point that in addition to the actual technology, the actual software machines, all that, all the, you know, the hard stuff, yes. our, our industry is just really becoming more sophisticated very quickly and, and we're maturing. So, you know, these smaller companies, there are still companies like this where you know one person is still wearing like 20 hats um, but but by now uh, you know some of these companies are in a few years into operation and they can start hiring expanding delegating yeah delegating getting more done working smarter not harder right so that means harnessing partnerships across the industry uh, like you're like you're uh, alluding to so let's talk a little bit more about partnerships in our industry and how they can help expand your business yeah so so case in point with the true trace one I just described let me just we started out with a, a discovery call to say hey you know can our companies you know is our business philosophies the same is you know could we work together? Then we agreed after we did that initial call, we said, hey, we think there's something here. Then we agreed, let's put a, you know, a, an NDA in place so we can go a little deeper and go and explore a little further on what our companies could bring together. And this is what really brings out the synergies and you can see what's happening because you're also looking at the technology platform. So you're doing that deep dive. Then you're having the teams get together, the technology teams, the product teams are all getting together. They're doing their due diligence and looking at what could be. So that all leads you to, is the go-to-market strategy in alignment as well? So 
as you go through these meetings, you kind of feel each other out and you figure out if the, if the companies work together, the, the cultures would fit, the people would fit, uh, and then ultimately the technology and stuff. And that's what we did here. So I think you have to go through that rigor, if you will, to make sure you're aligning. And for instance, this was a B2B you know, partnership, but even if you're going out to try to get vendors to come in to put, bring hardware into your thing, do your due diligence, work with them, talk to other people within the industry. There's so many different um, <clears throat> groups out there, especially NCIA. You have a great community of, of companies and you help facilitate those, those discussion points. And I think people need to take advantage of those networks out there. And there's actually regional networks. I belong to a couple of regional in New York City. Um, there's a group called the... Um, Cannabis and Hemp uh, Network Association that I belong to. And it's great people throughout the industry from lawyers to accountants, to technologists, to finance folks and everything else in between. By using those networks, uh, it allows you to leverage that into educating yourself, getting knowledge and getting business partners that, that make sense to team up with. So I think people mm. need to do their due diligence and use that. And I like... The, I also mentioned earlier about, you know, the internet just taking off in the 1990s, but there was a sense of community. And I think we really do have that as we mature as an industry that there is still that community that want to help one another. So I think you can reach out and, and do your due diligence in a, in a very effective way to make sure it's a win-win for everyone. Yeah. I mean, it does seem like it, it could, it could be a little bit exhausting, kind of like the romantic dating world like you don't go on a first date and expect to get married you know by by dessert um sometimes you have to kiss a lot of frogs before you find that right partnership as well um and and i agree with you about having a network uh it really helps vet people you can almost get to know people before you even meet them if if the community is strong enough right exactly so i mean yeah, you definitely don't want it to become a headache, of course. You don't want to, you know, go through all these valuations and meetings with companies. I mean, is there any way to kind of streamline that or is it, you know, really just got to do the due diligence? Yeah, I think you got to roll up your sleeves. I don't think there's a lot of shortcuts if you want to make sure that you don't get the, oh, 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 I, oh gotcha type of situation. So you don't want to get into that situation, right? So I think you should do the due diligence. Um, and and, and people that have been around business for a while, you can pretty much after the first meeting or so, you can get a feel if it's gonna go in the right direction. And that's how you, you, know, you, make, you make those calls earlier on and there's no reason, hey, I don't think there's something here, let's part friends and maybe we can go back at a later time. You know, So mm -hmm. I think you can get make some quick assessments, but once you feel that there's something there, then you gotta roll up those sleeves and do that deep dive. Yep, absolutely makes sense. And of course, I appreciate you mentioning NCIA uh, as, as the trade association for 11 years now for the cannabis industry. Um, you know, thousands of company members are committees. We have 14 committees that have really been, you know, putting their sleeves up um, and, and doing some great work in everything from cultivation best practices to hemp specific issues and so on. Um, that's a really easy way to see who's active, who's doing what, who's who, who's participating on our committees. And it's a one-year term. Um, they focus on best practices and some people stay on the committee from year to year. 
it's a really great opportunity to collaborate with your fellow industry peers, do some thought leadership, mm-hmm. um, publish some papers and blogs and do some podcasts mm-hmm. to, to really help push the industry forward. And uh, before we break for commercial, if you are an NCIA member and you'd like to participate on a committee, John Chairman of Applied DNA Sciences, applications are due no later than August 15th. So right around the corner here, if you want to participate, head to the cannabisindustry.org and submit your application for one of our 14 committees. All right, let's jump to that commercial break and we'll be right back and chat more with John Chairman of Applied DNA Sciences. Stay tuned. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 gardens garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. Wrapping up our chat with John Shearman of Applied DNA Sciences, we talk a bit about technology, but really we've talked about people kind of, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's people behind the technology. There's people behind the science. There's people behind uh, the machinery. Uh, So it it makes sense. And, And I mentioned our committees before as well, who are pushing the thought leadership of the industry forward, focusing on best practices, policy recommendations and so on. But I wanna mention our allied associations program as well. It's picking up steam again here post COVID. And this is the NCIA program where we are creating relationships with the state and local and special interest groups in cannabis across the country. The Humboldt Growers Association, the Minority Cannabis Business Association, everything in between. And I think you were mentioning some groups that you participate in as well locally. Can you talk a little bit more about that and how it's fitting into this ecosystem of partnerships for you? Yeah, so there was um, a small group in New York City called the um, Cannabis Hemp uh, Industry Association in in, uh, New York City here. And uh, it's a group of, of like-minded people in the cannabis industry. And then there was a group on Long Island uh, that got together as well. So these local chapters, and they're just forming because of these commonalities and uh, the groups groups just trying to, to get an infinity uh, team together, if you will, uh, to be able to, and specifically in New York, that's kind of focused on New York and the New Jersey marketplace. 
And it's a wonderful way to network, learn from a ton of people, um, help help advance the, the efforts for the East Coast. And I think there's great ways to work with the NCIA on the national level, but also reach out to these local chapters and they're popping up all over the place. So I recommend, especially new people coming into the industry, get involved with those those folks. Everyone's willing to help each other out. And that's that's the beauty of this. Yeah, I agree. There's there's the micro and the macro and everything in between, and it's all important to participate in. And speaking of the macro, we are going back to the expo floor. Yay! <laughs> After a very long year and a half, awesome. I'm crossing my fingers. Everything Thanks. goes smoothly and we can, you know, keep, keep the Delta variant and so on under control. Uh, but I'm looking forward to getting back to the expo floor. I'm vaccinated. Uh, I might still keep the social distancing thing going and maybe yeah. shake less hands and yeah, yeah, yeah lots of, uh, you know, hand sanitizer and all that. But, you know, we're going to be uh, we're going to be in Detroit, Michigan, September 22nd and 23rd for the Midwest Cannabis Business Conference, MidwestCannabisBusinessConference.com. Tickets are on sale if you're an NCIA member. You get discounted, if not complimentary tickets, based on your membership level. And then we're going to come a little bit closer to you, John. We're going to be in Baltimore, Maryland in early December, uh, December 7th and 8th for our Eastern Cannabis Business Conference, easterncannabisbusinessconference.com. And of course, uh, a week later, we're going to go to the other side of the country for our Cannabis Business Summit and Expo, the seventh annual one. That's our that's our big one. Uh, that'll be in San, San Francisco at the Moscone Center. Um, we're we're real excited to get back, and we're planning all sorts of things behind the scenes for people. So I hope everyone's marking their calendar and and making plans to get their teams together and join us on the expo floor and in the panel session halls for the education and the advocacy and the community uh, that, that we all are here for, that, that NCIA exists for as well. So I hope to see you at the shows, John, and thank you again for joining me on the show today. Thank you, Bethany. It's always a pleasure to have a discussion with you. Absolutely. And uh, where can our listeners find out more about what your company's working on these days? Yeah, let me give you our website address. It's um, adnas.com, adnas.com, and that's short for Applied DNA Sciences. Go there. There's a whole section on our cannabis business. And you can also read about all the other business units I spoke about. There's a lot of fascinating technology and innovation happening at the company. Wonderful. Well, thanks again for joining us on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. And if you're not yet a member of NCIA listening to this show, head to thecannabisindustry.org slash join to check out our newly retooled membership packages with brand new benefits. Check it out. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. Until next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. 
Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.